Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Disney and Pixar's Cars on the Road. It's a truck thing. Well, howdy, y'all. My name is Nate, and this is our spoiler-free review for Disney and Pixar's Cars on the road, cars on the road. Uh, special thanks, as always, to our friends at Pixar and Disney Plus Canada for giving us the opportunity to watch this series early for review. Uh, and again, though a lot of cars have them, again, this spo- this review will be spoiler free. Right? You get it? I get it. Some car joke. Car joke right there. Uh, (laughs) Before we get started, if you are joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geekcentric. Now, to introduce the vehicles joining me for this road trip today, first up, she's motoring in manual while maintaining some great mileage. She's Megan, the Maple Mustang Clara. I'm like Mater. When I get anxious, I get the backfires. <laughs> you get the backfires. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 having spent uh, a wonderful weekend with you after uh, Fan Expo, um, the backfires. I mean, that happened as well after some cheese. I think one night. That's yeah. That's cheese. my issue. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the same backfires, too, too right? Backfires. Yeah, right. Are we ta- I didn't know if we were talking about the same backfires. Uh, and. <laughs> Cruising in on the inside track, he's dusting it up. Without damaging his drive shaft, he's Darcy, the DeLorean Hudson. Ooh. All right, DeLorean. I'm a time traveling car. Thought you would like that. I thought I did something about it. I was just like, maybe Darcy the DeLorean would work pretty well. Uh, you thought you thought right. That was uh, a good choice. <laughs> Picture more Fillmore meets DeLorean type thing. Yes. I think. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't know. I guess I'd be a Nissan Nate Nate Nissan something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know so cars. Sad. You can clearly tell. You can clearly tell. I had to look these up. This uh, this series follows uh, Mater and Lightning as they go on a road trip. I wanted to start off by asking both of you, what was one of your favorite uh, road trip experiences? Darcy, why don't you tell us first? Uh, I have two memorable road trips. One was when I was younger. I went out west with my family, uh, made it out to Banff, Alberta in an RV. So that was a couple weeks with the in close quarters with them and we had a great time uh but more recently i uh followed ninja sex party on their rock hard 2017 tour so wow through like boston new york philadelphia all in five days to watch them play the same show every night and it was incredible that wow. sounds fantastic ninja mm-hmm. sex party is that what they're called yes yeah of, of game grumps fame danny sex uh-huh. bang and yes. then okay. of course their backing band is uh twerp tupperware remix party uh a local toronto band that i've followed for a while so it was a very fun tour that sounds fantastic mm-hmm. very cool for me um i haven't really been on a lot of road trips i we don't travel all that much in my family but there was one time i went with my partner to ohio to visit family and friends and through the eight hour drive we basically put together an entire musical inspired by the marianas trench album masterpiece theater <laughs> We oh, like wow. listened to it from beginning to end and went, this is what the storyline could be. And through the whole thing, we're like, we got to copyright this. We have to send this to the right person. <laughs> I will. I will say, I mean, uh, get, got, I had a wonderful drive with you uh, to my hotel uh, before I had to come back to, to Halifax and uh, after Fan Expo. And um, yeah, just sitting in the car with, with you and your partner listening to music 
was pretty pretty fantastic. It was just like a musical journey that yeah, we kept we loved, going on. We it loved was, the tunes on the it was road. Fantastic. It was so good. Music is a staple to any good road trip. Oh, yeah. I play a lot of metal personally, but any music makes a long <laughs> drive that much better. And we'll talk about it, but I mean, the music in this show, uh, I think, is is pretty fantastic for me. Um, I'd have to say traveling in a bus with my my youth group back in the day, touring across Florida, going to different churches and performing, probably some of the most like formative experiences I've ever had. Like I went through uh, a bout of uh, misophobia, which is a fear of germs uh, when I was younger. And I I struggled with that pretty hard, especially around that time. But I will say traveling with a bus filled with like my fellow teenagers it was a very quick way to, to have to face those fears, whether it be like waking up with someone's underpants on my face or lend, lending my gold DS stylus to Dylan, who scratched his 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 nether regions with it. I threw it away. I threw Dylan. it away. It was my favorite, right? It's my favorite gold plated DS stylus and Dylan had to scratch himself with it. So, yes, I think. But I, again, those experiences where. You go through those those tough times, but also sort of learn to uh, to laugh and 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 sort of get over some of those fears and face them was uh, was really really helpful for me. So I, it was again it was it was a a fun road trip experience on the bus. Um, but for those who are listening currently on a road trip, maybe you are listening in your car right now to this podcast on a road trip. Let me give you some info on this series: Cars on the Road. Uh, is an original series that follows Lightning McQueen, voiced by Owen Wilson. Wow. Uh, And his best friend, Mater, voiced by Larry the Cable Guy. Get her done! Uh, As they head east... I won't do voices for all of them. As they head east from Radiator Springs on a cross-country road trip to meet up with Mater's sister. Mater and Lightning enjoy a romp across the country with new mini-adventures and unexpected twists and turns over the course of this nine-episode original series, streaming on Disney Plus Day... September 8th, which I'm stoked for Disney Plus Day. A lot of really cool stuff happening on September 8th. uh, The series is produced by Mark Sondheimer and directed by Steve Purcell, Bobby Podesta, and Brian Fee, with music composed by Jake Monaco, and of course the theme uh, done by Jake and Bobby Podesta, which is super dope that uh, Bobby got a chance to make the theme song. Uh, Shout out to the movie podcast guys. They had a chance to interview all of these, uh, these folks, and uh, Bobby specifically said he wanted to make the theme song feel like a Saturday morning cartoon. And I think we all kind of got that from this series. Um, oh, yeah. But before we before we get into all that, let's start off by talking about the the look of the series. I think, you know, when we were <clears throat> when we were kids, any of the TV show versions of movies that we got, they would never look as near as good as the actual theatrical movies right like they would always kind of be you'd always know like oh this is the tv version of aladdin or or what of what have you so um i just thought i thought they did such a good job at um especially for kids who are growing up with these characters who've you know grown up with the original movies to make these the show look as good as cars 3 um i think that's awesome those kids don't have to feel that disconnect yeah, I completely agree with that. One of my main points is the fact that the animation quality is at the exact same standard as all of the films. And that kind of blew me away because to bring us back to uh, Monsters at Work, you can see the difference between Monsters mm. University and that show, which I would never discount a show for that kind of thing because, you know, you have a shorter time span of when you need to make each episode and all probably a smaller budget than a film would. But... Uh, 
yeah, with Cars on the Road, they really hit it out of the park when it comes to the cinematics and the visuals. Yeah, totally. I just, uh, I mean, one of the standout points, I remember, we. funny thing is, is me, when we were heading to Fan Expo recently, Justin was catching up on the series as well, just because we wanted to talk about it. And we were both blown away by just the sunbeams coming through the trees in some of these scenes. And it's like, this feels like an actual camera filmed this stuff, just the way that light reacts off things. And that alone, I mean, to me, really grounds and drives home how amazing this animation is. Yeah, I, I think it's, um, it, it really speaks to the level of, sort of heart and love that these these animators at Pixar really do um, have for this this these this series and for these characters and I think I love how it, the series itself you know is so colorful there's so many different locations that we get to see they're so varied from from moment to moment whether it be a creepy mansion a dark forest or even a Mad Max style you know desert war ground um, I think I just think Pixar has done such a great job at sort of uh, you know, because they, they could have just kept it like we're going down Route 66 again or something like that. Like they could have done something very simple and just kind of, you know, here kids sit in front of the TV and turn off your brain. But I think they really did a good job at, at varying the different locations. And yeah, the look of the show is fantastic. But I, I also wanted to just shout out the um, the our main characters, right? Like I think Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy, they're back. They don't skip a beat at all, jumping back into the the wheels of these characters. I love, like, I love how McQueen is so, tr- let's use the word trepidatious <laughs> about going on <laughs> a journey with Mater. I think, you know, we all have that one friend that at times can be a bit too much. Uh, I'm pointing at myself here. <laughs> and, I, and I think this series, I think this series, you know, like pretty much everything Pixar creates is so relatable in that way, in the sense that, like, again, this is a series that, yeah, kids are going to watch it, but I think adults are going to get a lot out of it, and I definitely got a lot out of it as well. Yeah, for sure. The characters, again, like you said, they didn't miss a beat coming back to them. The banter between the two is just as as, as true and real as it was in the last movie, which is my favorite, by the way, Cars 3 Rules. Yeah. Great movie that happens to have cars in it. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, you mentioned how adults would really enjoy it, and just a lot of the callbacks and throughout the series, clearly they're writing so that when you know they throw it on for their kids, they can watch this stuff and enjoy it too. Because there's there's some stuff in in these episodes that would go right over a kid's head who haven't who hasn't even seen a Cars movie before. But you know, a fan of just pop culture in general will, will find these little things really enjoyable, and that's one of the standout moments from this series. Absolutely, one of my favorite things was the the pop culture references throughout each episode, just like sprinkled in there, even with the style of animation in part of the very first episode. Um, sort of gives that jolty old school uh, TV show cartoon feeling. So I thought that was really fun. Um, I love too that this brings us right back into Radiator Springs to start off. And then we go on this, you know, truly on the road cross country adventure with the two of them. And it's super goofy and fun, just like we know them to be. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think there's um, there's some subtle adult humor, like, there's an episode where, you know, Mater almost dies, right? Or or dealing with, you know, there's an episode of, of you know, talking about dealing with loss and the regaining of, of one's um, love for the, the simple things in life. I think there's a, a really sweet moment between the two characters, you know, regarding that sort of stuff. And I think, yeah, the various movie references, like the, the, the shining moment in episode two is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I think, it, you know, getting to see... McQueen over the course of these nine episodes come to term with Mater's uh, idiosyncrasies while also dealing with some of his own you know we actually get to see 
you know, there's a moment where he's got like sort of a fear of clown cars or like he's got jealousy of Mater, which we've seen him we've seen him get jealous before. But I think I think this series does a great job at really diving into both characters, not just Mater and not just McQueen. And man, Mater is so freaking lovable. Like like <laughs> like Daniel Whitney, Larry the Cable Guy has perfected this character over the years. And I love that he's He's smarter than his exterior shows, and sometimes he sort of stumbles into different solutions throughout the series. But then there's also some moments where he just, he really shines, and uh, and when he's really interested in something, you can tell. You know that he's really interested in it. And I, I think at times he's, he's a big kid, but he also has mature ideas, like suggesting exposure therapy for, for McQueen. <laughs> Like that was something where I was like, how does, how does like Megan, you and I were watching that episode together. We're like, how does Mater know about exposure therapy? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, really. it's so much fun to see where he pulls this stuff from. Well, I mean, any good Cars movie or Cars related thing, in, in my opinion, always makes me question just how they work and stuff like that. Right. And a lot of this series leaves me wondering like body modifications what is that to them that's is that plastic surgery <laughs> yeah. is it are they born that way there are so many things that go through my head and again that's one of the things i enjoy about cars because they're they are way too human to not have humans in their world so it's just i love that aspect of cars and again with mater exploring these things it really again drives home it's like they are really like living beings how do they work but it's but in a way i think that's also the beauty of it it's where it's like it's so much fun you're laughing so much that like you don't really pay attention to the like canonical reasons as to why cars might need to stay in a hotel. Like you're just like, no, I accept <laughs> that because that's just what's happening on the screen in front of me. And these characters are so delightful. Uh, and bringing it back to the music, I think the music is so fantastic. Um, the theme song just kept getting stuck in our heads. We just kept singing it over <laughs> and over again. Yeah, I was really going to say, if you don't have this song stuck in your head, you're lying. There's, yes. I don't believe you because it has such a good ring to it. It's if you love country music, it really gives off that good vibe. Kind of feels like Rascal Flats, um, which you know really connects to the first movie because that was like the theme of the whole thing. So um, yeah, the music was great. Yeah, I thought it was incredible. I mean, there's a whole episode they dedicate to a song, and and that song as well was oh, stuck in dude. my head for days <laughs> after. And like, trust, trust, I, I'm looking trust, forward to watching trust. it again. Like, it's. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's such a like so many parts of this this series just are so stand out for me, and it's like you know what? Maybe Disney Plus just needs to stick to shorts because I really enjoyed I Am Groot and I really enjoyed this series. So they've got something right in their short format content. And I think you know, as far as spinoffs of Cars, I mean, again, this is very much the main characters of Cars, but I think this feels so much better than something like um, Planes, which I know that those movies have their fandoms and and there's a very niche audience that that digs them, but. But like this has the classic Pixar charm, the, the charm that that I think helps it become more accessible to a wider audience uh, age wise. And I think, as we were saying, like adults and kids can have just as much fun watching this together um, or even adults can watch this on their own. Like, again, I think, you know, the, the fact that these episodes are a little bit shorter might be more accessible for 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 anyone who maybe isn't yet a Cars fan. Absolutely. And even talking about this being solely about the main characters of the first three movies that we know and love, we did see some old faces from previous movies, but we also got to meet some new ones, which I thought was really fun. One of my favorite being uh, Mater's sister we meet at the end. So that was like a super fun way to introduce new characters 
but so make it canonically you know fit with the three previous movies but also get to see people we've seen before cars we've seen before (laughs) right (laughs) either way um yeah i think you're right like the additional cast is they're used pretty effectively even though it's a little sparingly like there is one major character uh who gets a little bit of a recurring role the character of ivy played by quinta brunson um who also gets an excellent like musical moment that is one of the best things I've ever seen from the Cars universe. It was so fantastic. She's great. I would really love to see her in future Cars projects as well. I oh, think yeah. it would be really, really cool. So I hope I hope that they get to do more of these episodes. These episodes do also, for some of them, not all of them, have an end credits. I won't even say scene, but end credits moment. Um, so enjoy the music. They, they change the music up as well with each episode as, you know, kind of giving you a different version of the theme song for certain episodes. Um, so definitely enjoy the music and, and watch those credits and, and, and take a look and, and watch the people who uh, or, or look at the names of the people who actually made this, which I'm sure was not an easy thing to do, especially right now. Um, And then get to those after credits moments, which are just like a delightful little treat. Um, Let's get to our final thoughts, uh, which we are going to be rating this show on the scales of one to five toe maters. (laughs) So Darcy, we'll start with yourself. Uh, Well, I already said I really enjoyed this show. Uh, Again, coming into a Cars short series thing, you can only expect so much. And to me, my expectations were blown out of the water with the the storytelling that they managed to come across, the character building that that was explored between the two main characters and some of the new uh, supporting characters. It was just incredible. So again, I feel like Disney is really nailing their short form content for this this platform because I'll be giving this series another five out of five Tomaters. And that's saying something because that that clown episode you mentioned honestly terrified me. I don't like clowns to begin with, and apparently when they're cars, I still don't like them. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they again, they do such a good job with, with humanizing these characters, maybe in a good way and a bad way for, for Darcy and the, the clown cars. You know, you, you share a lot in common with... Uh, with lightning that way. Very uh, relatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Megan, how about yourself? Absolutely. For me, it was the drumming mini cars that were in the Mad Max episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But I would say, I based solely on my own opinion, I'm not a huge fan of the Cars movies. I didn't really watch the second or the third one. I loved the first one, but it just didn't touch me the way other Pixar movies do Um, but I will say every single episode of this show was absolutely enjoyable to watch and all of them made me giggle out loud so I'm gonna give this a four out of five just strictly because I'm not a big Cars fan but go watch it if you are because it is fantastic that's totally fair I I, I agree with both of those sentiments I think um, this show is so light it's so simple it's fun um, it's got a little more story than I think, you know, I am Groot had, which, um, you know, Darcy, you called out, we got recently from, from Disney plus and Marvel. And I, I think this just has, again, that Pixar charm, that, that level of quality that we can expect from the studio. Uh, and it's, I don't think it's going to set the world on fire, but again, if you are a cars fan, there's a ton to love here. And then even if you're not, I think with the length of these episodes and this series in general, it's not that long. I think it's going to be really approachable for folks than even a trilogy of movies. And then maybe it might make you want to jump back into uh, watching Cars 1 and 3 because uh, we don't acknowledge Cars 2, okay? Yeah, no, um, sorry. sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, don't even, don't even think about Cars 2. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I don't know. I've never watched it. I've heard it's terrible. Three is uh, better you, hands down. Yeah, okay, great. Um I, I think it's it's easy to critically look at this series as nine 
you know, short eight minute, nine minute episodes and sort of see it as a 3.5. But I think with the level at which Pixar produces this this show and how much love goes into making them, uh, there's so much more than like a passable distraction for kids to watch on Disney+. Plus. I found myself so pleasantly surprised by so many little moments in this show. Uh, and it's got great tunes and it's just fun and it's got great humor uh, and the cast is excellent. So I'm going to give Cars on the Road a solid four out of five. Tomaters. Um, that's my best impression of Mater there. Uh, well, that is it. We hope you enjoyed this spoiler free. Spoiler free. Oh, man. Like on a car. <laughs> review for Cars on the Road. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you want to let your fingers take a road trip and ride into the show with your thoughts on this series or any of the shows we cover, well, Megan, can you let our listeners know how they can reach us? Absolutely. They can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if that's too mater, then you can reach us on okay. Twitter at geekcentricyt or on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. I like how you, too mater, too mater. I like where you're going with that. That's fantastic. Uh, keep in mind, see, we can all have bad jokes. It's fine. <laughs> keep in mind, we also have a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies, TV shows, and games, including, uh, and this is something I'm super stoked to tell you about, uh, which is that we got her done and interviewed Mater himself, Daniel Whitney Lawrence, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, and I sat down with him, had a lovely conversation about his time as Mater and his proudest moment, you know, sharing the character with his kid, uh, with his kids at Cars Land at Disney California Adventure. Uh, which is just so so lovely and he, he does the voice at one point and I was acting calm but I actually was like freaking out inside it was pretty fantastic <laughs> um, so definitely go check out that interview both here on podcast services and on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric also if that's not enough for you we recently got back from our first time as press at Fan Expo Canada and we dropped our most recent This Week in Geek episode with our thoughts on the experience uh, and on our YouTube channel you can also check out six interviews that we did with various Canadian artists and brands who make some truly epic geeky stuff that a lot of us bought and then also wanted to highlight, uh, including Layered Butter, Retro Kid, Raging Ape, Ken Lashley, Magoob Toys, and Modulicious. So go check those out and support those incredible artists. We also have our spoiler-free reviews for Marvel's I Am Groot, Netflix's Day Shift, The Sandman, uh, you know, we got Skydance Animation's Luck from Apple TV+, Prey from Hulu and Disney+, and stay tuned uh, because we will have our spoiler-free review for Disney's Pinocchio out tomorrow if you're listening to this on the day of release. And of course, with D23 happening this weekend, we'll also have coverage on what's announced there as well. Uh, we continue to have our weekly watch club where we break down and give our theories every single week. Uh, this, this watch club we're doing is for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, with our episode 4 drive dropping this Friday uh, so you can watch it on Thursday and then tune in on Friday so with so much going on make sure you click all the things okay click on all the things subscribe to all the things we got a lot of content for your next road trip a lot of episodes coming out very soon uh, and make sure to leave a five-star review if you don't mind Megan Darcy thank you so much for joining me for this road trip of an episode and as we say love ya laters bye get her done <laughs>